everybody's looking for the key to success to help them grow, to become more successful. You're not going to find it in a sales book. You're not going to find it in a marketing book, a book on competitive advantage, a book on strategy, a book on innovation. No, it's going to be an understanding how to build mental toughness, resiliency. That's what you need. That it's a set up, not a setback. Because I refuse to allow a negative circumstance to dictate my life. You think it's actually going to work out that way. (laughs) Here's the thing that you don't understand. Is that it's never going to beat me down. It's never going to defeat me. I'm never going to allow this to beat me. Because life doesn't happen to me. It happens for me. There are demons all around us. Demons in the form of fear. Anxiety, guilt, depression, sadness, bullying, learned helplessness, negativity. And if we allow these demons to control us, we will only continue to lose the battle on mental health. It's time for us to cut the crap from our lives and go on offense against these demons by building mental toughness and resiliency. That's why you're here. My name is Ryan Caligiuri, and welcome to the Cut the Crap Show. What is going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining yours truly, Ryan Caligiuri, on this week's episode of the Cut the Crap Show, where every single week I'm reading a book, condensing that book down to its core golden nuggets. I'm bringing the author on the show to have a conversation about the golden nuggets, and I'm here with you every single week, just trying to save you a little bit of time, bring you some information that can spark change in your life, and help you build mental toughness and resilience. All right, before we kick into this week's episode, I just have to say something real quick. Over the past few months, eh, longer than a few months, it's been maybe about a year, a lot of you have reached out to me asking me questions about sales, marketing, um, personal development, some self-help, and you've asked for my assistance in helping you in your business or in your personal life, whatever it is, and for the most part, I've also been very accommodating, helping wherever I can, getting on phone calls, getting on Skype calls, uh, writing emails, what have you. I've been kind of dropping the ball in there. And I have to apologize. It's been really, really hard because I've been taking on a lot of work recently and it's been extremely busy. And so a lot of you, it may have seemed like I've been ignoring you. And I just want to say that I haven't been ignoring you. The challenge that I've been having is just trying to pencil in this time. Because I have clients that I work with on a regular basis. I have priorities. I have these shows that I'm running. And I want to make sure that I'm carving out time. But it's been very difficult for me to do that. So I'm trying to figure out some sort of system, some sort of way that I can allow you, the listener, to engage me, asking for help in sales, product development, marketing, whatever it is. If you need my help, just helping you accomplish new goals that you have, help you set goals, help you keep, just keep you accountable month after month. So I'm toying around with a few different things right now, and I'm actually really excited because I think I have a few ideas that you're going to like. And I really hope that those of you who have reached out to me, you will engage me in this new forum because in that case, you will actually have penciled in time in my calendar where I will help you with your business. I will help you in setting your goals. I will help you in accomplishing them, helping to keep you accountable, help you build mental resilience, mental toughness, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, you tell me and I will help you. And if I can't, I'll also tell you that I'm not going to waste your time. Trust me. We don't want to waste each other's time. But in any case, I'll be launching that pretty soon, but I just wanted to take a minute just to apologize to you because I'm not trying to ignore you. It's just a matter of scheduling this stuff in my calendar, and I got to make sure that I do that because if you want help, I want to be able to help. That's what it comes down to. All right, so let's crack right into this week's episode. We got a good episode for you. We are talking to the author of 15 Things You Should Give Up to Be Happy an inspiring guide to discovering effortless joy by Luminita Savyuk. Now, Luminita has a very tragic story. When she was a kid, she went to her dad because, well, her siblings ended up taking candy and they weren't supposed to. So Luminita, being the outstanding sibling she was, she went to her dad and she lied and she said, Dad, I took the candy. Well, unfortunately, what happened next was pretty horrifying. Her dad then took pieces of paper, rolled them up, put them in between her toes, doused it in gasoline, and lit them on fire. Yeah, 
I know. Absolutely horrific. As a result, that Luminita could not walk for months. And that experience, she kept covered up. She didn't want to share it with anybody. Until she started to go out to the world and she started to share these 15 things you should give up to be happy. And people started to call her on. They said, that stuff doesn't work if you've had a troubled childhood, Luminita. So Luminita takes a step back and she says, okay, you want to know what happened to me as a child? This is what happened. And all of a sudden, now her story had so much clout. She had an incredible story, an incredible resilience. Being able to bounce back from such a traumatic experience, somebody that you love and trust does something so horrific to you, it's terrible. And this is the epitome of resilience. When something bad happens to you, you don't just sit there and wallow in your own sadness. No, you pick yourself back up, you find what you need to be happy, and you move forward and you build the life that you want. And that's exactly what she did. And that's why I loved having her on the show. And I'll tell you, we talked about two hours and she is one happy individual. And it was such a pleasure having her on. So let's kick into this one with her telling us why she built this book in the first place. When I, I, I wrote this um, because I had no idea I'm going to write a, a book. And in 2000, I think it was 2011, in May, yeah. I remember, I remember till this day, how I was in the living room here in Romania and I was like writing this article. And I was like, okay. And it just came to me. I feel like... I didn't really write this. It was something that came to me because it's part of my journey and it helps me become, you know, and discover who I am. And I wrote this article with 15 things you should give up to be happy. And it was there on the blog. I kind of like, because hmm, usually words will come to me. I will write article one after another. And when I wrote it, okay, this is what I wrote. And then I will probably forget about it because I was living these things, right? So it was like, oh, let me remember this. And then the article came viral in like, I think 2012. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he was like live telling me, hey, listen, you have to work on these things. You kind of forgot. So he made the article viral. (laughs) And that's how I was like, okay. So and I realized that, hey, maybe this is something that I could turn into a book. Mm -hmm. And I did that. And in the process of writing this, I mean, it was... I didn't know what I was go- going to do because writing this book, it actually revealed, brought to the surface all the things that, from the past that I thought I was done with and healed and right. They were in the past, done, over, and it brought them to the surface. And I feel like, I thought that I'm just going to write the book and I'm going to be done. But <laughs> no. <laughs> I love stories like that where you just put something out there, it resonates with people, goes viral. And that's essentially what made her career. What a great story. I love that. So now let's kick into golden nugget number one. And we're kicking this one off strong. Golden nugget number one, give up the past. So how many of you are prisoners in your own past? Where bad things in the past happened to you and you still hold on to that today. And that still controls you. Right in my new vlog, if you haven't heard it yet, I'll do a call to action for that at the very end. Create your eight. If you're trying to create your eight every day, if you're trying to have an eight experience out of 10 every single day, if you're holding on to the past, that's going to keep you from creating your absolute peak state of happiness every single day. That's going to be a challenge. And so Savuk's first call to us is to give up on our past to ensure that we have happiness today and into the future. Because I feel like we we identify with so much. Like, remember, just think about it. You are being born. All this idea, all this programming comes from your parents, your family, the environment, right? And you get to a point where it's like, okay, so who am I? Am I like my parents? Am I what their beliefs that, that they taught me? My society? All these ideas, right? And you, you come to question, is this truly who I am like for me in my case I came from an ab- abusive environment like it was crazy and the way people were looking at me and I didn't like that right so I was like all my life I felt like there's more to me than you know my parents than my environment and how people look at me how I dress what I know right and I I realized that there has to be more and I was like okay so let, giving the past leaving the past behind you right and just being like a newborn baby mm-hmm. and from this point um, it's just me with my own idea why do I believe what is it that is true for me not because other people told me not because you know I got it from everyone around me so it's like 
<laughs> letting go of all these ideas in order for you to discover who you truly are. And this, I feel like you, you do that, and that's where the journey begins. Yeah, and I there's this because it, it actually came to me. I was like meditating a bit earlier, and this came to me like regarding the past. There's this beautiful line in the New Testament. It said like uh, one of the apostles like, "Can I go and b- bury my my father because he died?" He's like, "Leave the dead, bury the dead." Right. So it's like the past is dead. Leave it there. It's right. Don't look back. Just forward and like from on every moment who you want to be and start from there. Learning to give up the negative experiences that you've had in your past is so important. And I know that it's easier said than done, but you have to try. You have to try. You can't allow those negative experiences to continue to poison you in your present and your future. And I know I've been there. I've been there. We're human beings. All of us have been there, but some of us have gotten really good at just ignoring the past and knowing that that does not control us anymore knowing that that has no power over us anymore and that knowing that if we let go of it, we will have a much better present and a much better future. We have to do that. So I love that one as as the first golden nugget to kick things off with. The second golden nugget, give up your fears. I remember musician John Lennon. He once said that life has two basic motivating forces, fear and love. All other feelings are just subcategories of those two emotions. With love, you experience happiness. You get delight, satisfaction. You get peace, acceptance. With fear, man, all you get is anxiousness, sadness, depression, fatigue. Love and fear, they cannot coexist. Get rid of fear and use love to navigate your life. And I know that might sound fluffy to some of you, but no, it's not. I'm not a fluffy person. I'm very practical. But I know that when my heart's in a state of love, when I'm acting out of love and instead of out of fear, I'm way happier. And again, this is you being self-aware. Are you acting out of fear? Are you letting fear drive your decisions, drive your communications, drive your thinking? Or are you allowing love to do that? Yeah, and I, I feel like they're all so interconnected because if you think about it, if you're so attached to your past, right, how do you know fear? Because fear is a learned behavior. It's a, it was like proof scientifically that it's a learned behavior. So if you leave the past, it actually comes, you know, you free yourself from all those fears. And in A Course in Miracles, you said that there are only two emotions, fear and love. Mm. One is real and one is false. And like after finishing writing this book and all the things that surfaced, I realized that there was so much fear in me. And all that fear was because because of my past, because who I, I thought I was, who people perceived me to be. And me kind of like, okay, so if I want to become a new person, what do I have to do? I have to get rid of all these things of my past. And just wanting to do that, you know how many fears come to the surface? And you have to move through that and realize they, they're actually, they're not real. And it's so interesting that in this world that we're living, fear has become such a real thing. It just, everywhere you go, it's like, I was talking to somebody, they were like, I don't know which country they were. And they was telling me how you have all this uh, mi- mi- military people, right? Because making sure that they don't have anything in their luggages and, you know, checking their purses, all these things. And I feel like this world is infused with fear and it's, it comes from within ourselves. It's a reflection of who we are. And by, you know, immersing them into ourselves and doing our best to, you know, replace fear with love, even though it sounds cliche, because it's, it's not something that you understand mentally, actually living and becoming one with it. You realize, okay, fear actually is not really true. It's just... That's right learn behavior and you ha- we have to discard it, have to let it go. The one thing I always worry about when I start talking about resilience and mental toughness is that people think it's fluffy, especially when you start saying lead with love and discard fear. Like people say, oh, come on, you hippie. Like that's, that's not realistic, lead with love. Let me tell you something that's very real. When I want to get mad at somebody, so something bad happens with maybe somebody that I work with and in the car ride there, I hear about it. So I read it through text or through email on the car ride to the office or to my client's office, whatever. In my mind, I'm so angry. I'm angry. And where's that anger coming from? It's coming from fear, fear that they're going to screw up, fear that it's going to mess up our strategy, fear that I might have invested so much time in this person and they've made me look stupid because they didn't do what they were supposed to do. 
But as I get all that anger and all that fear out by myself, again, I, that's my coping mechanism, so I don't take it out of them. In the car, I'll just have that conversation with them in my own head in the car, and I'll actually talk it out and let that fear out, let that anger out. Then when I get to the office, I remember, okay, compassion, love, right? It's not fluffy, but I know that I'm going to get, what was that old phrase? You're going to catch more flies with honey? Yeah, exactly. So when I go to the office, I know Ryan come from a place of love. So instead of coming in and talking so loud and talking down to them, I talk softer. Jane Smith, John Smith. So what happened? Talk to me. Let me know. And they are already in their mind. They're already fearful. So they have their back up and they're already defensive. And so I bring down their guard by coming in softer with love. And then they soften up. That right there, I'm not trying to bolster myself up, but it's just through experience. That's emotional intelligence. Being able to get rid of those those angry, those fearful demons by yourself and bring love to other people. And I always get through to people because, well, I always get through to people. I always do very well when I'm communicating with people because I do come from a place of love and not from a place of anger, hate, fear. You got to find different strategies for getting that out. So for me, I do it privately. And then I bring love to those who definitely need the compassion. They need the patience. They need the empathy. So that's such a big one. Golden nugget number three. Give up your limiting beliefs. Now, you shape your life based on the way that you think and what you believe. So again, if fear, anger, pessimism, despair, if those dominate your mindset, what do you think is going to happen? Your life will follow a very similar pattern. So by altering your patterns of thinking, what you choose to say, you can change certain aspects of your life. We all have so many limiting beliefs that we are small, we are insignificant, we are our past, right? What our parents taught us. And I think it's so important to just transcend that. Let's go beyond it and do not let them define you. Like for me, like in Romania, it's I feel like I, I lived in the U.S. as well, in Asia. And you have no idea how different Romania is from the rest of the world. And I feel like with a lot of things, it's so behind, which in a way I think it's a good thing because sometimes the world, I feel like it's moving too fast, mm. right? And things can go a bit crazy, but they're like so behind and infused with fear. And there's this mentality, I feel that we are abused and victims and we don't matter, right? So it's not, I feel like it's your own, the ones that, the beliefs you got from your parents, from the school environment, from your teachers, right? But then it's the society as well and the world at at large. So you have to like really go deep into this and slowly but surely move away from this. And it's like question, just question everything. I came to a point in my life where I actually question. Sometimes in the beginning, it's tiring, it's exhausting because you have to take every thought that comes and you think this is impossible. But just to question, is this true? Is this true? Is this true? And discard all of it. Because again, you go to fear, right? It's like usually when it's, oh, I can't do this because look this. Why? Also, there's a fear underlying. So they all build you know, onto each other. They create this momentum. And you will know internally, you know what to do and how to move, you know, to get rid of this limitation. I think one of the most saddest things is people who don't live up to their potential. Because we all have such great potential, but we have these limiting beliefs, right? I call it learned helplessness. We have this that exists in each and every single one of us, but some of us are just better at fighting it than others. Some of us are better acting in spite of fear than others. And I think sometimes it takes practice. And yes, most often than not, it takes somebody to kick your ass to tell you, get your ass up, you can do better. But sometimes we get so bogged down in our own thoughts and our own minds and people telling us what we shouldn't do or people telling us what we can't do because they too believe in the certain limits that they have. They're not living their best life and they're holding themselves back. And as a result, because you're hanging around them, they're holding you back. You need to have a catalyst in your life, somebody in your life who kicks your butt, who tells you you can achieve more, you can do more. This isn't motivational. This is just real life. You can accomplish more if you believe it and if the people around you believe it. And if you don't have the people around you who believe it, get people in your life who do believe that you can become more and have them support you, have them prop you up. And even if you don't, you have me. Every single week, I will encourage you. I will push you to become more mental, mentally tough, more resilient, more accomplished. I will tell you to get out of your comfort zone every single week. If you don't have those people in your life, come to me every week and I'll do my best with this podcast. 
All right, moving on to Golden Nugget number four. And I love this one because it plays so well to that last one. Give up your excuses. Now, this is huge. At the end of the year, when you look back at what you've accomplished, you have two things. And only two things. You either have results or you have excuses. I like results. I don't like excuses. Let's talk about this one. I remember when I was, I think I should share the story. When I was um, in high school, I studied architecture, right? And I was, I was closing, you know, the year to go to university because I was thinking, okay, my parents don't have, my mom doesn't because my dad was dead. My mom would not afford to put me through college, right? And because, and I just, this was just in my head. I never discussed it with anybody. I just decided, okay, this was my excuse. I can't go to university to study, you know, architecture because my mom can't afford it. So I just decided to choose this random university that after that I just, got rid of it and then <laughs> sign up for another university. But that was like my, 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 one of my biggest excuses that actually cost me so much because it took me years to actually kind of, let's say, correct that mistake that I did back then. So it's, it's a lot of things that we just invent and we repeat to ourselves. And it's like very similar to the limiting beliefs. And we say, oh, I, I don't have the money. I don't have the education or I'm too old or I can't do this. Right. And, and again, this is just assessing yourself and questioning everything and just pushing yourself. And OK, I'll just figure it out. I'm at a point where my life where I, I just learned to trust. I'm not going to know how this is going to unfold, but I'm going to trust because there has to be something more than you know myself there are people that will come to my help life will work in such a way that will give me the opportunities and ideas you know that i need in order to move past this so excuses they're just like i would say misalignment because that's not who we are if you look at nature right like everything is such a divine order happens and if that's for nature and we are part of nature why why would not that be the same way in our case i think excuses are very interesting because I believe that they come about because we focus on the wrong things too often. We focus on lacking resources, lacking time, lacking the relationships, lacking the money. We don't have certain things, so that's why I couldn't do this. That's why I'm not able to accomplish this. That's why I didn't deliver on my goal. Listen, I get it. We are human beings. We all make excuses. I make excuses as well. All right, let's not get this twisted up here. Every human being makes up an excuse at some point in their life and continues to do this and will do this for the rest of their life. The difference is minimizing the excuses. And so I believe to minimize the excuses, you have to ask yourself better questions. Listen, I failed at this goal. I did not accomplish this. How can I do this better? What lesson can I learn from this failure and how can I accomplish it this time? Listen, you might fail two, three, four, five times. I don't care. Just stay on the horse. You might fall off a few times. You might get bruised up a little bit bloody, but pick yourself back up. Get on the horse. Don't make excuses. Only learn lessons from your past and move on and accomplish it. That's it. All right, moving on to golden nugget number five. Give up your resistance to change. What is this one all about? <laughs> it's so much resistance. I feel like we resist. So me, I'm speaking from my own experience, first of all. We just resist. We don't like, like, we human beings, we don't like change. We don't really like, we might say, oh, I really like, want to change. Because if you, you mentioned, like, New Year's resolution, a lot of people, oh, it's New Year, let's do it. And say, oh, and they have a bit of, like, momentum, excitement in the beginning, but then they just give up. Why? Because at a deeper level, they just resisted. They, in a way, they got kind of got comfortable with where they are, even though they're not happy, right? So they resist. They just don't want things to change. And I've, like for my whole life, I feel like and I'm still, re there's still so much resistance in me. And I just learned to, you know, move past it. I just move past it and let it behind you. And always be honest with myself because if you're not honest with yourself, right, you're just going to tell yourself all these lies. Oh, I can't use excuses, use your limiting beliefs, your past, your fears, all this. So just you have to be honest with yourself because the relationship with you have with yourself it's sacred right so if you're not honest with yourself don't expect anybody around you to be honest change is very interesting because when we're really happy with the way things are going and things change we just want to hold on to the current present we want to hold on to that current moment and when we hold on to that moment we make it really hard for ourselves to be happy our resistance to change will impact our happiness and we have to realize that being alive requires us to be comfortable with change. 
if you fight change, you're not going to experience life at its fullest. Instead, you're going to be living in the past and saying, man, those were the good old days, hey? No, the good old days are today. And guess what the good old days? Those are tomorrow. And the good old days? Yeah, you betcha. That's next year too. You have to train your mind to think like that. You have to. And at the same time, you have to consider the benefits of change. If you consistently think, oh man, this change is going to be scary. What are you doing? You're feeding fear again. Just like we talked about in Golden Nugget number two. Stop feeding fear. Start looking for the benefits that you'll gain from embracing change. So instead of thinking about the potential bad outcomes or the suffering that will come as a result of change, start thinking of the positives. What good can come from this change? How you think that will impact your reality. All right, golden nugget number six. This is a good one. I see too much of this today. Give up blaming. Let's talk about this one. Well, if you look in our world, aren't we blaming everybody for what happens? If you think about it, like we blame our parents. Look, mom, what you did, father, dad, society, teachers, the media. We wait for the president. We wait for change, things to happen from outside ourselves. And when they don't, right, we just blame them. We point the finger. Look, look what this person is doing. Like, look what this country is doing. And you don't have to look far, you know, to like, so you just look into your home, into your relationships, open the TV, right? Switch on the TV and you will see it's just like so much like pointing fingers. And I I have done that, like, and I have to tell you, it's like a losing game Mm -hmm. because the more you like, say that, oh, you did this to me, you did this to me, you become powerless. And living in Romania, I have learned that that's such a toxic and dangerous way of living because it, it doesn't matter what other people did to you, what they said, it just doesn't matter. Whether they were wrong or not, it doesn't matter. It's like what it matters for you to take back your power, like, okay, it doesn't matter what they did to me, I want things to change. And my life is mine, so I'm going to make that change. So by doing that, you take your power back and you can start making decisions and changes. And as you do that, you realize it, it really doesn't matter. And you can forgive them all and bless them all. And you will see how things improve and your life changes for the better. I don't know. Personally, blaming to me is a funny one. Like I don't find myself ever blaming anybody for anything. And why is that? Because at the end of the day, I always feel like I can learn something from someone. Anytime anyone's ever done anything bad to me, and I'll tell you, there's a lot of people out there who have done me wrong. Do I blame them for anything that's happened to me? Hell no, not at all. Because at the end of the day, everybody is a teacher, which means that I gain something from them. So you got to train your mind to think that way. Instead of saying, well, I'm in this position because this person screwed me over. No, instead say, I learned something from this person and it's going to help propel me forward. This isn't a setback. It's a set up for something greater. My philosophy of it's not a setback, it's a set up, protects me from blaming people. And I encourage you to do the exact same thing as well. Don't put blame on people. Look at people as opportunities to learn something. I don't care how bad they treated you. They will always, always teach you something. Which means you're always coming out on top. (laughs) Golden nugget number seven. Give up complaining. Yeah, I realized that. I remember I was in the elevator one day and there was this guy, he was telling me about the door. I don't know, the, the elevator was door was, there was something wrong with it. And he started saying, like, kind of like complaining about that. And I was like, I, I, I'm not going to go there. And he just looked at me because I realized that it's a way of people bonding. First of all, it's a way in people bond with each other. If you go somewhere, they just, they just start pointing, I haven't seen what this person that And they start complaining. And <laughs> even though behind it, they are actually you know, want to bond with people and create a connection, it's actually a toxic way because, again, when you complain, you can't really change anything. So if you want things to change, you know, this is, I know, overused, but be the change you want to see in the world, like Gandhi said. So you have to start with yourself, you know, and by doing that, you realize, man, if I want things to change, it has to start with me because the world is a reflection of who myself is, right? So I have to look in the mirror and be that change. So I can't really complain about what other people are doing. I absolutely hate complaining. And anyone who hangs around with me, I will be very critical of you if you get caught complaining. Right? If you're caught complaining, I will call it out and say, stop complaining. And people will say, I'm not complaining. I'm just sharing with you my thoughts. Listen, I don't care what your thoughts are, especially if they're on the negative side of things. 
I don't want to hear you complain about something because if you complain about something, all you're going to do is think about how bad that is, how annoyed you are. And then all of a sudden you're going to start to feel worse. And that's going to just build into something really ugly. And the next time it happens, oh, I'm even more angry now. Now let me complain about it again. Get out of here. I don't want to hear that stuff. When you start complaining, again, it's human to complain. I'm not saying that you should never complain. I complain, I know. But the moment that I catch myself complaining, I cut it off and I stop. Because I hate complaining. It puts me in a bad state and it makes me feel like I'm not in control. And that the outside circumstances are in control. Listen, I'm stuck in traffic. Who cares? I'm going to put on a podcast. No, I'm going to learn. You know, somebody pisses me off. Nah, that's all right. They're having a bad day and that gives me something to learn from. Right? Some client ditches me or, or ducks on me or whatever. They, they fire me. Ah, whatever. Wasn't meant to be. It doesn't matter what, it, what happens. I can sit here and complain or I can take the positive side of things. Always take the positive and always cut yourself off when you start complaining. So critical for us to do that. Moving on to golden nugget number eight. This is an interesting phrasing of this one. Give up the luxury of criticism. Very interesting. If we look around, I feel like the reason why we criticize people is, and we are at war in a way with the world, is because we are at war with ourselves. And if we start actually making peace, I mean, this is what I've discovered. And from my own experience, that the more you like learn to make peace with yourself, you know, to accept your imperfections and to no longer blame people, put it all behind, forgive them all, you come to the conclusion, man, everybody's doing the best they can. Like people... They're not bad because they want to be bad, right? And you, if you come to turn with your own darkness, you know, and your own imperfection, it becomes so easier to, instead of like judging and complaining and criticizing, to just take a more gentle approach and look at people with compassion. And I remember like uh, I have these cute uh, teas that I drink and they have this message. And there was this message, if when you act with compassion, you will never be wrong. And if you change that, you will realize, even though you have like somebody in your life that actually complains all the time, if, if, if it's you, that person, if you just, instead of judging and, you know, paying with the same, <laughs> be, them being criticizing and you criticizing them for being criticizing, that, that never ends, right? And if you act with compassion, you realize that they, they soften, you know, and where there was pain, because usually it's pain underneath it all. And if you act with compassion, you'll see how that behavior and that's toxic dissolves it you know and you you might help that person heal or if it's you you help yourself heal and what a wonderful thing that is now this is a really human thing the luxury of criticism i didn't really get i didn't understand from luminita the reason that she said it luxury of criticism until i started to think about it a little bit more and it's because when we criticize people we're saying they haven't figured something out yet which means that we believe we're better Oh, this person's taking too long to figure this out, or this person hasn't figured this out yet, or I can't believe they haven't done this yet. We're criticizing them because we believe we've done better, or we figured it out. And again, that's very human for us to do. But we need to, as Luminita says, come at it with compassion. And I know that some people say, listen, no, not compassion. We need tough love. We need to be real with these people. Not everyone is going to be the same as us. And as I get older, I'm starting to realize that, that people are all different. And sometimes people are going at a different pace than us. And that's okay. We have to allow them to do that. And as long as if they're happy, then who are we to tell them what to do and what not to do? But again, criticism, it's so human for us to criticize. I find myself criticizing all the time and it's tough. Sometimes I, I, I do so and I think that I'm helping, but then sometimes I stop because I think I shouldn't be and I should let them live their own life. It's very difficult and I struggle with this one sometimes. I really do. And if you're listening to this right now, do you find yourself criticizing? And if you criticize, do you think that's positive or negative? It's one that I struggle with and I'm going to have to think about a little bit more, a little bit more outside of this interview. Because yes, lead with compassion, I get that. But what if someone is screwing up consistently? What do you do then? Do you criticize them? Is it called criticism at that point? Or is it just you trying to help them? Is it tough love? I don't know. It's tough for me to figure that one out and I haven't yet. Maybe if you have some insight on that, please share it with me. Share it with me on LinkedIn, on the Facebook page, on Instagram, whatever you think. Share it with me. I'd love to know your opinion on that. All right, let's kick into golden nugget number nine. Give up living your life according to other people's expectations of you. That's a big one. Well, uh, 
I actually took a break, <laughs> took a break from social media because I realized that I got to a point where I had I created this idea and maybe people around me of who I am. And at one point, it kind of felt like I was actually I created this image and I was living up to that image. But that wasn't really who I am because we are constantly changing, right, and evolving, hopefully, and you know, moving closer to who we truly are. And I realized that that's such a toxic way of living. And recently I saw this movie of A Star Is Born with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And it was so interesting because there was this scene where she was such a talented artist. And then this manager kind of like set her, his eye on her. And he just transformed her. And she kind of lost her identity. She was no longer the person who she was. And her music, like, it lost it's a value and I feel like it's so important when we start living up to other people's expectations we just I don't know we just we, we lose ourselves we're no longer authentic and unfortunately there are like tr let's say trends in the world with like for example I'm talking because I'm a woman like you have how a woman should be and I see so many girls and women falling into this trap where they think oh I have to follow this person and become like this and they're all they just losing themselves and you're you're no longer there's nothing to you. You look at it and it's like, I can't really see you. And it's such a dangerous. It doesn't matter what your parent wants from you. You know what society, what the world tells you. You just be yourself because in that it's where your value and your treasure is. And the world will love you for it because I feel like the world is hungry for like authenticity and people who are living in integrity because it's it's like a desert so we need more and more people to like no more like nonsense more bullshit i'm just gonna be true to myself it doesn't matter if you're like pissed if you're angry if you're gonna dump it it doesn't matter i have to be true to me because if not who am i uh, this one's very simple for me do not let other people's opinions stop you from going down the road that you think you should travel I want you to choose the life that you want, even if it pisses other people off. And this is tough for me to say because I have a lot of people in my life that I will tell them, listen, I think you're going down the wrong path. I think you should go and do this instead. And they act in spite of me. And a part of me wonders and I say, oh, like I wish they would just learn from my, my mistakes and do it my way. But here's the thing. I'm trying to protect them from adversity and that's wrong. Adversity is the greatest teacher that we will ever have. And so by maybe preventing them from having that adversity, from those troubles, I'm stopping them from having new experiences, new opportunities that are going to help them grow. So I have to learn to let go and allow people to live their own lives the way that they want to and that I should be focusing more on my own life. Right? Covey's principle of circle of concern, circle of influence. I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to do my best to guide people, provide coaching, provide insight, but it's up to them what they do with it. And if they face adversity, then I just hope, I hope that it's going to be a valuable teacher. Moving on to golden nugget number 10, give up your self-defeating self-talk. If we think about it, like we treasure, like we treasure relationships, right? Everything that we do is because we want to be seen by others. We want to have like healthy relations. We want to be loved. But we are so focused on outside ourselves that we don't look inside, right? At the relationship we have with ourselves and how we talk to ourselves. And for me, this is the most important and valuable relationship that we can ever have because the way you treat yourself sets the tone for how the rest of the world will treat you. And if you're unkind and if you're like, and abusing yourself and treating yourself with like disrespect and like criticizing yourself, the world will like will reflect back to you and you will understand why is it that they why is it that they're not honest to you? Why is it that they cheat on you? Why is it that, that you know they treat you this way and that way? It's because they, they give you back. They just show you, hey, you need to work here. You know, you need to work here, you need to work here. And self-love, like even though again this is like it sounds like overrated, when it comes like love with capital L when you do it from that pure and honest and integrous place, like so many good things happen. And if you're kind and generous and gentle with yourself, the way you will treat the whole world will change. And oh my God, the boomerang and the wonderful things that will happen to you and all around because of that. So it's so, I feel like this is so important to do. Uh, Self-defeating self-talk is like poison. And it's a slow poison that we just slowly sip on and we don't realize that it's poisoning us until it's too late. And we've convinced ourselves that we're no good. 
and that we can't do anything and that life is terrible. And all of a sudden you start to think, wow, did I ever think positively? Has my life always been this bad? If you think positive, you won't always get positive, but you will definitely get more positive if you're thinking positive as opposed to thinking negative. If all you do is think negative and you say, oh, this is never going to work out. I'm never going to accomplish this. I'll never buy that. What do you think is going to happen? You've already sowed those seeds. If instead you say, how can I afford this? How can I make this happen? I don't have the resources to do this, but where can I find the resources? When you ask better questions, more positive questions, you set yourself up for success. If you use self-defeating self-talk and you constantly say, I'll never be able to do this, you will never be able to do this. I've said this so many times on this show. You need to understand that if you say, I will never be able to get out of debt, you will never be able to get out of debt. If you say, I'll never get this job, you will never get this job. But instead you say, how can I pay off this debt? What can I do to pay off this debt? Your mind will start to think of new ways that you can pay off this debt. How can I get this job? If you don't know how to get this job, just put the question out there and start thinking about it. You will find answers to your question. And then again, this isn't some fluffy stuff. It's the law of magnets. What you put out there, you will get back. If you start to focus on something, you're going to start to not law of attraction fluffiness again. We've talked about this before on the episode about the secret. But if you start to think about something on a regular basis, you focus on it, you are going to attract other circumstances that are going to come to your life. You'll see the right books. You'll notice the right uh, the right talks, the right audio programs, the right people. And again, it's not that they're all of a sudden just going to start flying into your life. No, it's just that you start thinking about something and you're going to realize you're going to recognize it. That's how it works. Anyways, that was a long tangent. Moving on to golden nugget number 11. Give up control. Interesting. I have come to the realization that this need for control, because if you think about it, we don't really have control. Like there's again a line in the Course in Miracles that says that you who cannot even control yourself should hardly aspire to control the whole universe. We actually think that we are we are in control and we try to control people, situation, events, all of this. But life again has a natural rhythm, a natural flow. And if we get out of the way, you know, and just trust it, because I feel like this, the wanting to control comes from a lack of trust we think that we are all alone in this world and we have to make it all ourselves and it's the survival of the species right we the fittest and the strongest has to survive and we it doesn't matter if we step on other people but but that i feel like that's the old way we don't have to do that anymore right just like surrender and trust that life will guide you and life will take good care of you and people will come to your aid and again it's like it builds the momentum right because obviously it just starts to love yourself give up the past believes all this people will come to your aid and they will like they will to serve you. They will be there just for you. And you realize that you don't have to control anything. It's like, you just be like a boat, you know, in the water and just flow, just flow. Giving up control is a tough one. Man, it's a tough one, especially for a type A personality like myself. And for all you out there, people who set goals, you work to accomplish them. You feel like your life is in control, but it's not really because there's circumstances and things that can always change your direction immediately which means you have to be okay with control. And just as we talked about on uh, last episode of Cut the Crap Podcast, well, two episodes ago ago, when we are talking about a man's search for meaning, Viktor Frankl, we talk about fate. You have to be comfortable with the flow of the world, the flow of your life, and take things as they come. Understand that you're not in control and you need to be flexible. So if on your road to your goal, something gets you off course, it's okay. I'm going to learn something from this. I'm going to get back on my course and here we go again. But don't get frustrated. Don't get angry when something veers off, when something takes you off of your course. Nah. Instead, understand that you're not in control and that you are going to do whatever you can in life to get where you have to be. And anything that happens, you will accept that. It's very hard to do. I understand that. I Trust me. It's hard for me to understand that. But we have to. Because if we just hold on to control and we say, no, I have to control it, I have to control it, we make ourselves angry when things don't go our way. We have to understand that sometimes things are out of our control. And that's called life. All right, moving on to golden nugget number 12. Give up the need to always be right. We always know somebody in our life who thinks they're always right. Am I right? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Well, I, I have come again because it's one thing to write about this thing and think, oh, I'm there. 
and actually to be thrown like like hey in your face look you need to work here because there's this deep need in you to be right and i feel like this need to be right comes like from we just think that being right is like it validates us it makes us feel like important or intelligent or whatever but i come to the realization that it doesn't matter whether you're right all that matter is that you treat people with compassion just I don't know, maybe you will be in an argument and you know for sure that, that that you are right and the person is wrong. But who cares? What if at the end of it, like you win the argument and the person, I don't know, the self-esteem goes down or like they're upset or your relationship gets down. It's just, it's just not worth it. And I feel like the more you evolve, the more you connect with your truth and who you are and the more you realize, you know, what is it that it truly matters in this world? You no longer care. Like you just, it's not like you're going to, okay, step all over me. No, it's... It's a surrender, and it's it's wisdom. I feel the way other people have like, their way, know, even though you know they were. It's just a sign of wisdom, and you know maturity. And I feel like it's important for us to move past it and just be compassionate, just be loving, be kind instead of being right. Like I said, book, just be kind. Yeah, yeah, there's not, there's no love in that. There's no love. It's just like a lot of ego and pride because behind it, it's pride. Me, I want to be more. It's like no, just you know. There's also again a beautiful because it escaped my in the Tao Te Ching by Lao Tzu. Mm-hmm. There's a beautiful line where like all rivers flow to the sea. Why? Because the sea is lower than they are. Humility gives it its power. So it's again in humility. It's not like you saying to somebody, okay, just acting with compassion makes you like, oh, what a fool. No, no, no. It just it's wisdom. That's true power. You know, it's funny for this one because I always had a problem with wanting to be right when I was younger. When I first got into sales and marketing, I thought I always knew the answers. And even though I didn't, I fought like I did. And it's so foolish. It's so immature. And it's because I attached my self-worth to those opinions. And it's so stupid. Right? It cut me off from learning as much as possible. And it, it actually ruined a lot of relationships when I was younger. It was stupid. And now that I'm older, now that I'm more mature, I love being wrong. Because it means that people know more than me. And that means it's an opportunity for me to learn. And if at some point... Somebody disagrees with something I believe very strongly in. That's okay. You don't have to agree with me. You can believe what you believe. I'll believe what I believe. And we can go on our separate ways. That's quite all right. And it takes time to get there. I know. But here's the thing. You don't want to always push to prove the superiority of your viewpoint over somebody else's. Because if you do, you can actually harm those friendships. And you can actually undermine the way people feel about themselves. And you don't want that. So that's why with Luminita, she always talks about compassion because she's always thinking about the other person. She's always thinking about loving the other person, coming from a place of love. And I, I truly respect that about her. And something that I'm going to try to do more of. But it's such a great reminder for all of us who maybe think that we are always right. We don't always have to be right. Golden nugget number 13. Give up the need to impress others. Well, because the only person that you need to be impressed is yourself. And if you... If you're at peace with yourself and if you love who you are and if you know you're true, you don't really care what, like, okay, let me show you. In fact, you come to a point where you realize that you can harm people. You can harm them by posting on social media, hey, look at me, I'm traveling all over the world. Hey, look at me, how big my house is. Look at me, all the things I accomplished. No, you come to a, from a place of, again, compassion and you really realize that. I don't have to flash my life. I don't have to sh- tell everybody and scream, hey, look at me, because I know who what my value is you know and like you mentioned social media i'm not going to use those platforms you know to trigger people and cause more harm because i'm sure you realize and a lot of people notice that there's a lot of pain in social media that it's masked and they're like hey look my life is so perfect but they're like people they're comparing themselves and they're just abusing themselves putting themselves down because they oh I'm, I'm not look they have it all figured out their life is perfect and mine is not nobody's life is figured out they're like just all posing and everybody's trying to press everybody instead of like hey that doesn't matter let me just focus on myself let me just be true to myself and from that moment when you realize who you truly are you no longer like have to do that and i say you just dress and you do things for yourself it's always the intention because there's nothing wrong in living a beautiful life going to beautiful but when you like use that to hey look at me right that's that's not nice. that's not nice and you're just like awaking a lot of pain in people and that's just edited it's a dead edit because if you think about it where they're always editing because yeah. it's all edited it's fake i feel like it's it's reality show everybody wants to be a star it's like don't get it. i don't care whatever <laughs> this is a tough one it's an important one for every single one of us to remember don't look at other people and criticize them and say what they should be doing on social media because you know them that they're being fake and their life isn't this good who cares 
you know, you do you, boo-boo, <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean? Like, let them do what they want to do, and you worry about yourself. But the lesson for you is give up trying to impress other people. Don't think that you got to keep up with the Joneses. Don't think that you got to post happy stuff on Instagram if you're not feeling happy or post your new purse or your new pair of shoes or your new car or whatever. Who gives a damn? Stop trying to impress other people and don't put your self-worth on how other people view you. Your self-worth should come from how you feel about yourself, where you're at in life, the progress you're making. It doesn't matter if you believe your friends are doing better than you, making more money than you, are happier than you, quote unquote. Nah, screw that. If you're happy with where you're at, that's the only thing that matters. And some people might disagree with Matt. That's cool. Come at me. I don't care. We'll talk about that. But the key here is don't worry about impressing other people. The only people's opinions you should care about is the opinion of yourself. And the reason why I say that is because it's your life, baby. It's your life. You do what you want with it. I'm going to do with my life what I want with it. I expect you to do the same. And how you live your life is not going to impact me. So again, kind of a joke, but you do you, boo-boo. You do you. (laughs) All right. Let's go to golden nugget number 14. I don't know. I always say that. If you know me, you know I say that. Where it came from, no idea. Maybe somebody could tell me where that came from. I don't know if it's just some lingo or whatever. But anyways, I digress. Golden nugget number 14. Give up labels. Labels? What is a label? When you say to somebody, hey, you are, uh, I don't know, you're white, you're black, you're uh, you're poor, you're rich, you're stupid, all this, that, that we, what we use to define ourselves, because if you look at our world, it's full of labels, it's full of labels, and like I write in a book, our place is not in the box, there's more to us than, you know, how we look, where we live, what we do. You know, there's so much more and it's so important to just look beyond it, beyond ourselves. Because if you if you discover who you truly are, you're no longer like when I'm talking to you, I know you're not just this person that does this podcast, you're not your name. I have to because I discover who I am, I know that there's more to you. There's you know, what is true and your essence is beyond all of that. So we have to learn to, you know, move beyond all this level, give them all up in order to see people for who they truly are. Because like I said one, to one of my friends, I was, was talking to her and it's like, because she is, uh, she's from um, Asia and she was telling me like, we were talking about races and colors and I was like, the soul doesn't have a color. And she's like, oh, I actually love that. And if you think about it, if we didn't have colors and, and what if everybody was blind when we were connected, I bet like the world would be so much nicer and better because people will not have like all this, you know, oh, you look this way. I'm going to, based on how you dress, I treat you differently, based on how your social media profile looks, you know, you're more important than us or, you know, That's so right. it's important to just give them all up That's and right. just get people for who they truly are at the core. And I remember seeing once I was in front of my building and there was this beautiful young man who was like, he's, he was be- he's a beggar and he was begging. And I, I looked into his eyes and Ryan, the per- oh my God, the beauty that I saw. I don't know. It's a rare thing that you encounter somebody and you look into their eyes and you see like it's just overflowing with love. And I got goosebumps just looking at him. And he, if you were looking at his clothes based on like how we judge this world, he was a nobody. But oh my God, he was like <laughs> so much more connected than the majority of us are in this world so it's just like don't look at look beyond the surface look beyond appearances don't like i think it was a blake who was saying like look through not with the eye you have to look through the eye through this idea of giving up labels is something very difficult but something so important that we have to do today because in our minds when we look at people we judge them by the clothing they wear the cars they drive who they associate themselves with and as a result of that it actually holds us back from meeting new people and truly seeing the beauty that's within everybody And again, I know that's kind of fluffy, but it's not. Because if you have these beliefs, these labels that someone has, all of a sudden you're labeling them as something that they're not. And is that fair to them? No. What if somebody did the exact same thing to you? Well, guess what? People are probably doing the exact same thing to you. So it's up to you. You right now, you, I'm talking to you right now in the subway, in your car, at the gym, at home, walking your dog, whatever it is, give up your labels and start every new conversation fresh. Every new person that you meet, Do not apply labels to them. Everybody's an individual. Everybody's different. And everybody has the potential to surprise you. I love this one. It's such a good reminder and a great perspective shift for all of us. Again, Luminita, she's 
Such an advocate for compassion. Come from a place of compassion. I love that. And last but not least, we have the final golden nugget here. Golden nugget number 15, give up attachment. Oh, attachment. I'm working on giving up attachment at this moment. Attachment is, I feel like attachment is kind of, we can talk about it, but again, it's it's an experience and it's a personal experience that you have to go through. And I feel like one of the best ways to understand this, if you, I remember like years ago, I was reading this book and in this book was saying that imagine you're at your funeral. Right. And for me, it was like just thinking that I actually I'm going to die one day and I'm not going to exist. I was like, what? No, that's not possible. And I feel like just starting with contemplate that one day it's going to be over. You're going to leave this body. Right. And even though that's going to bring up to the surface so many fears and so much darker, just start from there. And if you can do that, it's like, okay, so what is it that truly matters? Right. I'm not actually this body. I'm not this life. I'm not my family. I'm not what I do. Right. And you start with there. And it's 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 an inner experience. It's something that you have to do on your own. It's not like you can read it from your book and it's like, okay, I understand. I mean, the books and the words can guide you, but it's something that you have to do on, on your own. And like I say, it's like learn to love everything and be attached to nothing. And I feel like we go full circle. And if you can do that, how can you, how can there be any fear? How can you judge anybody when you know that this is not who we are? It's all one day gonna end, right? How can you be like, oh, I'm, I'm my car, I'm my social media account, I'm all this well. I'm not, I'm none of those things. And that humbles you and it brings you back, you know, <laughs> to where you belong, to your core and to your center. And if you live life from that place, it's like the wonderful things that will happen. And the way you will see the world is gonna be so much different and you realize there's actually nothing to judge, nothing to criticize, not nobody to blame. You know, there's just like, in peace and it's all perfect the way it is you know it's all in a perfect divine order nature just follow its course and it does its thing whether you like it or not so just get out of your way and let it all be giving up attachment is it's hard to understand and i think as she said it's something very personal that you have to go through yourself and me i'll tell you right now i'm not there yet i don't get this last golden nugget i, I don't understand it let me take that one back i do understand it but i don't feel it yet detaching from my beliefs of who I am. It's very difficult for me to do that. And will I understand it at some point? Perhaps. I'm glad that she planted this seed with me and maybe at the right point in time, years later, months later, who knows, it might all of a sudden click. This one doesn't resonate with me right now, but at some point, I'm sure it will. What I'm really interested in is, does this one resonate with some of you? Does it resonate with you, this idea of giving up attachment, detaching yourself from who you are, the clothes you wear, the car you drive, the profession you have, the the network that you keep, detaching yourself from all of that. Does that make sense to you? I'd love to hear some different perspectives on this, so please reach out to me and let me know what you think about this one in particular. But that, my friends, this marathon, it's a wrap. That is 15 Things You Should Give Up to Be Happy, an inspiring guide to discovering effortless joy by Luminita Savuk. Such a pleasure having her on. She's such an awesome person, such a happy individual, and it was such a pleasure being able to speak with her you know, outside of this interview as well. And we worked so hard to get this interview together, and she's all the way out there in Romania, so she, uh, she did me a solid and came on the show. So I was really, really happy to get her on. If you like this episode, then please do me a favor, go online, especially if you're listening on an iPad or online through iTunes or on your iPhone, go to the shows tab under the podcast section, find Cut the Crap Show, scroll up a little bit and give this show however many stars you believe I deserve. And uh, it would just mean a whole hell of a lot to me if you do that. So thank you so much in advance. Also, don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I am on all of those and you can connect with me. Have a conversation with me and please do as so many of you are doing. Reach out to me and just tell me a family through the show. Tell me where you're listening. Take a picture of where you're listening. Tell me how the show's impacted your life. That stuff means so much to me. You have no idea. Well, some of you have an idea because I've told you <laughs> day after day. In any case, everybody, that's a wrap for this week. So thank you so much for uh, coming with me again this week. And uh, oh, I almost forgot one more thing real quick. So I'm starting a vlog. And it's an idea that I'm going to launch very soon, and I can't wait to share it with you. I'm going to give you a little sneak peek of it right now. It's called Create Your Eight. 
I want you to subscribe, comment, like the videos on YouTube. I'm doing a daily vlog. I'm going to kickstart this thing. And I'm so excited because this initiative, Create Your Eight, I've talked a little bit about this to a certain group of people. I've done some speaking gigs here and there. And I'm just slowly introducing the concept. And now I'm going out with it in the vlog. This is the show that I've been talking about. And I'm so excited that I'm launching it. I'm actually going to do a separate post on iTunes about this show. And I'm going to share this with all of you because it's just so important to me. And it's really the culmination of my life's work to this point. And so this is just, it's going to be a new chapter for me. And I'm going to continue doing the Cut the Crap show because this has a very important place in my life and in your life. And I'm not changing that. But I definitely can add something else to your life by sharing this philosophy with you of create your eight. And I can't wait to share it with you. So I'm going to share it with you this week, actually. I'm going to do a post on it. So I can't wait to, uh, to, to see what you all think about that. But in any case, my friends, until next week, I'll be back here with a brand new book, brand new uh, Golden Nuggets <laughs> interview with an author. And of course, you know what I'm doing here every single week. Just here to save you a little bit of time, bring you some information that can spark real change in your life and help you build mental toughness and resilience. Have a fantastic, inspired, productive week, everybody. I love you all. Discipline equals freedom. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. The more discipline you have in your life, the more freedom you're going to have in your life. All those things that are hard to do, all those things that take discipline, those are the things you need to do. I just turn off my mind and do whatever it is I'm, I need to do. You know, I think people are always looking for some sort of, you know, remedy or some shortcut that's going to make them be able to do things that are hard easier, but no, hard things for a reason. So they're going to be hard. If they were easy, everyone would do them. And if something's hard to me, it's fine. I don't care. I'm just going to do it anyways. most important trait for not just for a seagull but for a person to do well and to be successful is you got to be humble and when someone's not humble that's when all of a sudden they don't listen to anybody else that's when they can't they don't want to evolve anymore because they think they know everything and so they don't make any changes they won't improve so the most important quality for me that I look for in other people and that I try and maintain in myself is the quality of humility to make sure that you're always looking to improve and change and take input from other people so that you can improve yourself. Make sure you work out every day. That's very important because it's really easy to make excuses and especially that's why, again, that's why I think working out early in the morning is very important because the longer you wait to work out, the less chance you have of actually getting it done because the rest of life starts to chime in on your day and you start to have other people email you and call you and text you with their issues and problems and things that they need done. And so it's no longer your day, it's now everyone else's. So if you wake up early in the morning and you get your workout done before anyone else wakes up, you're good and they can't take that back from you. There's so many things that we take for granted every single day that are a complete luxury. For instance, turning on the water and getting to drink it. You know, that's that's not common in other parts of the world. It certainly isn't something you can do in in Iraq at all. You know, we have a comfortable temperature, you know, in a room to sleep in. It's not 115 degrees because we have air conditioning. 
We have electricity. We have lights. We have freedoms. And you know, it's it's really easy to forget that in America, that there's so much freedom that we have here to go out and do things that you want to do and and chase pursuits that you want to chase. And the rest of the world, I shouldn't say the rest of the world. There's other parts, obviously, that are that are like that. But much of the world, that's a that's a fantasy that they don't have the opportunity to do. So yeah, I think there's a lot of things that we we can sometimes take for granted in the civilian sector, for sure. Don't waste time because you haven't got much of it. I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm saying don't <laughs> waste time. I'm not saying enjoy yourself. I'm saying waste time. I'm not saying don't get after it. In a multitude of different ways, I'm saying don't waste time. YouTube, waste of time. Television, waste of time. Surfing the internet, waste of time. So none of those things will bring you any, you know, balance. They'll just bring you weakness and make you, you know, out of shape and drain your brain. So that's what I'm talking about.、I'm、not talking about don't have fun. Have fun, but do something productive. Pick a target and engage. People ask me this every single day. They write into my podcast. They'll send social media. They're they're wanting me to say, well, if you do this breathing technique, or if you do these morning exercises, or if you eat this certain food, then that will give you the pathway to discipline. It's all just a big lie. Here's the deal. It's not easy. Do it. I don't see. We, you know, again, people want to talk around, make things into this, into some super special secret sauce. There isn't any. You have to. You have to work. You have to have discipline. That's it. Discipline equals freedom.